new guest on we haven't had before, but you know we're always looking for new friends. So I think Connor Allen's going to be a new friend of ours, and you can follow him on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL. He is with four for four dot com. Connor, thanks so much for jumping on with us, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's uh, the last game of the season here. We get one last shot at it, but no better time to start. You know, betting on some stuff if you haven't already. Well, is is this the most bet? time in uh in all of sports or is it the march madness i can never remember which one goes hand in hand first yeah i think the super bowl is first and then i mean maybe collectively march madness over you know start to finish but uh, i definitely think in one singular event the super bowl takes the cake uh so first before we get into the betting side what are your thoughts as just as you break this down? Because I guess that they go hand in hand when you're trying to bet. You got to break down the game. You got to know something. I know people like to have just a, you know, dart throw, especially in the Super Bowl. You get the ca- the really casuals will get in on the money and everything. Uh, here in the state of Tennessee, obviously legal to sports bet now. Uh, so what what's your breakdown of these two teams? Yeah, I have a couple of things which I think. Uh, you know, kind of pivot and and I really will make a difference in this game. The first one is that I expect the Chiefs to struggle to stop the Eagles running game here. We're looking at an Eagles running game that's first in basically every efficiency metric. Matching against the Chiefs run defense who, you know, has played actually the easiest strength of schedule in the league. And if we look at games they played with comparable opponents, so they played against six games against teams ranking the top half of the league in rushing offense. In those games, four of the games, the only ones that basically mattered in that sample, they allowed over six yards per carry, 500 yards on the ground. Uh, now play, obviously, Jalen Hurts, mobile quarterback, Miles Sanders, and the best run-blocking offensive line in the league. So I think that they're going to have a lot of success running the ball on that side. And on the other side, I think that this Eagles secondary could be a little bit overrated just based on who they're playing. Uh, and, and if we kind of look at kind of do that same exercise we just did with the, with the Eagles, they played against only five teams who rank in the top half of offense in the league this entire uh, during the regular season during those games they allowed 30 points per game they allowed uh, in their passing efficiency defense went from first to 19th so there's a pretty big drop off there really at games like against dallas games against detroit um you know jacksonville is thrown in there technically because they ended the season you know as a as a top 16 team but when they played them they weren't really there yet so i think that the chiefs are gonna have some success offensively even with their pass catchers banged up i expect the eagles to have some success offensively so yeah that's my like main takes there on the game as a whole. So I expect a lot of points, but in terms of who will win, I go back and forth. I think you can make a great case for either team. Well, we were talking about this in the first hour of the show uh, about you know unit versus unit Chiefs Eagles when you start stacking them up against each other. Uh, I I think. Uh, there's so many great stats that you just mentioned right there and percentages and, and numbers that come out. I think they're great. Do you feel at all the way that the the Eagles have moved throughout the season? Because this is where I've been so stuck on, and, and maybe I'm a loser. Maybe that's just what it is. But <laughs> the NFC sucked. And if you look at the real schedule and the real breakdown of what the Eagles had to go through and even their situation in the playoffs, outside of playing the Giants, which I think – was probably their best opponent, even though they lost to three teams. Um, I, I think that they had such a cakewalk just to the Super Bowl that I feel like some of their numbers are just inflated. Right, and that's kind of why I like to break it down like this and contextualize some of the stuff we're talking about because, yeah, the Eagles defense, you know, first-ranked pass defense and, you know, like impressive and basically every metric, 70 sacks this season, incredible stuff. But then if you look at, okay, well, who have they played? Like, who's comparable to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Like, what is Brock Purdy getting injured after three plays, Josh Johnson getting injured after a couple plays, and then not be able to throw the ball? What does that tell us about how they're going to match up against the Chiefs? 
I'd say absolutely nothing. Like that for me, that means nothing. And so like using those overarching stats on the season, like just doesn't really make sense because you're not finding a comparable opponent. Then you look at how they performed against Dallas. Dallas played a lot of two tight end sets, a lot of three tight end sets. It was able to expose this Eagles defense who just doesn't really necessarily match up well against them. Now the Chiefs, who are actually like the single best unit in the league at playing in two, two to three tight end sets with Jody Fortson and Noah Gray. So I think that there's a lot of matchup advantages for the Chiefs, but I think the Eagles defense is good. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I don't want my mentions to be filled with the Philadelphia fans like they have been all week, but you know, I, I just think that there could be a little bit overrated compared to what we've seen so far. For the sake of the city, we just have to hope they lose. I mean, if they win, <laughs> I mean, win or lose, I think that city's going to burn regardless, Connor. Uh, you can follow oh, yeah. Connor on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL, uh, four for com. All right. So I, I've been on. I want to give you a couple of my thoughts on maybe something I've been on with the Chiefs picks-wise. I want you to kind of react to it. I have really stuck my flag in the ground, Connor. Past This whole past week, I'm, I'm kind of calling my shot. It goes to the idea, more or less, taking away from the number side. I'm going for I'm, – I'm a vibe guy. I think a lot of betting has to be off vibes. And what do you feel on it and how do you feel on it? Uh, over in, in almost every category for me, uh, prop wise goes with, with Juju Smith Schuster. I think that he is going to have a monstrous game. It's going to be something akin to what we saw with Odell Beckham Jr. Last year in the Super Bowl, where he was good as he furthered on with the Rams, but it felt like it was going to crescendo into just this humongous game until the unfortunate injury that happened. Uh, I think that's going to be Juju Smith Schuster on his final year or well, only year contract contract that he has with the Chiefs he's looking to make a big name for himself make a big contract splash after the season so I think it's going to be a Juju Smith-Schuster air attack uh, over what you were just talking about a secondary that I think like you said is overrated where are you on with that with uh, 37 and a half is where I saw his prop line for yards uh, three and a half on his prop line for receptions where are you at with that with Juju Smith-Schuster yeah, I reasonably think that you could play a lot of these overs. And I think Juju is a great, great point because he's going to match up in the slot against Devontae Maddox. Devontae Maddox has been, I mean, easily the worst part of their secondary when comparing them to Darius, uh, Darius Slay, James Bradbury. So if you want to find a place to attack them, and I think this is how the Chiefs will attack the Eagles is over the middle of the field. They're not going to be try, trying to beat them deep with, you know, MVS or, you know, any of those guys. I think that there's going to be a lot of dink and dunk, and we're going to see Juju. We're going to see, you know, Travis Kelsey, I think, in the middle of the field. So, yeah, I think Juju's numbers, too. If you're looking at, like, if you want to look at the prop market, basically on a week-to-week basis, Juju's props have generally been in, like, the high 40s, low 50s, even in the 60s at one point during the year. You're getting him now at 37 and three and a half receptions. I mean, just a massive discount because he hasn't been playing necessarily all well, but, like, banged up a little bit. He had a nice two-week break. I think he plays a lot. So, yeah, I, I think the numbers are just simply too low, even if you don't necessarily like Juju. Who? What are some props that you've been looking at that you've been kind of putting out there? Is this is where you said over. You like a lot of these over so far. Yeah, that's – I normally, like on the whole season, I bet a ton of unders generally. But for this game, because I like the over, and I think that both sides of so many ways just beat the other team, and I think both defenses are – I mean, the Chiefs have some talent, and their scheme is, I think, going to be good. But I think you could make a case that the, the Eagles are going to score plenty and vice versa here. One that I really like that's still relatively playable is I like the Kelsey over. It's I know it's high. We're looking at almost 80 receiving yards in this spot. But the Eagles have played against, I mean, the best tight ends they faced was Pat Fryermuth, Zach Ertz, maybe Dalton Schultz. Like, I mean, they've really played no one. And if you look at Kelsey's last eight playoff games, he has 78 or more yards in every single one of them, 95 or more receiving yards in seven of the last eight. Uh, and so, I mean, just been absolutely crushing. And there's a little bit of uncertainty in the receiving core. I think if they're going to move the ball, it'll be through Kelsey. So I'm expecting around 100 receiving yards for Kelsey in this one. 
Looking at some of the props on the passing side of things for Jalen Hurts, how do you feel about that? Because uh, Robbie Gold comes out today and says, if you if you want to have a chance against the Eagles, uh, make make Jalen Hurts play quarterback. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's really tough. I took a prop that I thought was interesting because I don't. I mean, Jalen Hurts since getting injured uh, against the Bears, Jalen Hurts completion rate sixty percent, sixty six percent, fifty seven percent, fifty nine percent. Uh, and so I took Patrick Mahomes to have a higher completion rate than Jalen Hurts. And if we kind of look at how we expect, like, you know, if you walk through the thought process, maybe the Chiefs try and stop the Eagles running game. So they load the box, they blitz Hurts, maybe it's some zone blitzes, some some man blitzes, but like it's going to create a lot of very volatile opportunities for Hurts. So maybe A.J. Brown beats him deep, maybe Devonta Smith beats him deep or Dallas Goddard, but it's not going to be a lot of consistent throws. And so I think he can get to the yards, but it's going to be like 75-yard bomb to A.J. Brown and then maybe like, you know, multiple three and outs if they're able to stop the run. So I think it's just a little bit more volatile uh, on the yardage level. Do you feel like that the overs uh, on the 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 Chiefs are so much easier to get this time be- because of kind of the styles that they're fighting against right now, offensively for the Chiefs and the Eagles? You have such a ground attack that can really take away the yards – or sorry, take away the clock if they do get their offense moving for the Eagles – adversely to the Kansas City Chiefs who have such an air attack that can move the field move the field so quickly and there's less time or there's more time on the clock so far do you feel like that's going to play a fact into one another just as the game moves on yeah that I I would say that's actually the biggest concern with taking you know a certain amount of number over is because there's only going to be you know maybe 130 plays max uh you know and that's not necessarily a super low number but like you'll see games in like you know 140 uh, amount of total play. So like you said, if the Eagles are able to move the ball pretty slow and able to have success on the ground, like you're going to see some, some eight minute drives and the chiefs might be limited on the number of drives they have now I expect both teams to have success doing so, but you might like volume level props, you know, so like receptions and things of that sort might be harder to hit if they're getting fewer plays just on the whole. All right. So I, I always hate using this term, but I I'm too stupid Connor to even know another term for it, but what's your, what's your lock? What's your guarantee that you're going in and saying, look, if you're dropping, you know, a, a nice Hunsky on something, what, what do you feel that you're just like, this is a set it and forget it. You're good to go. Oh man. That's, that's tough. I, I do like the Kelsey one a lot, but I'll give you one more that I really, really like uh, that I just played recently. Dallas Goddard, I like the over 47 and a half receiving yards. If we look at how he's played so far, he's only gone over the summer in eight of 14 games. But basically, the games he hasn't gone over has been against Dallas, Washington, New Orleans. Those teams are the top five at defending the tight end position. And two of them were with Minshew. Basically, in every other game, he's gone over this. Kansas City, not guarded the tight end well. And in certain coverages that they play, Dallas Goddard, 90% catch rate, two yards per route run. So I'm expecting big things from Dallas Goddard here. Um, and that's so that's a, a fun one that I, I think it will go over, even if the Eagles run the ball a lot. And are you touching any of the spreads, money, money, money lines or totals or anything like that? Are you ca- catching up with any of those or keeping up with any of those? Or is the one and a half just kind of off your table and you might as well just pick a money line? Yeah, I mean, I, I sprinkled a tiny bit of Chiefs at plus money, but really I think this game can go either way. That was more of like I thought this game was going to close with Kansas City being the favorite, but um, you know, I, I obviously predicted that incorrectly, and I thought there were a lot of sharp people – who thought the same, but I mean, the Eagles, you know, were very well respected in the market, opened at two and a half, minus two and a half at Circa with Kansas City being favored, moved instantly basically to Eagles two and a half early in the week. So for me, it's kind of just a stay away. I personally like props better, but if you want to bet aside, I'm taking the Chiefs. 
it, it, that's something we were talking about that earlier in the hour too. Uh, it, it's strange how the money line, or sorry, the the spread line hasn't moved at all for the most part. It's been it's been really consistent uh, and stayed the same, which is really strange for any game. Yeah, because I just no one like no one with influence in the market really knows, and it seems like there's smart people on both sides. So like they don't really know what to do with with the spread basically because one and a half, you know. You're not going to see uh, you're you don't really see that many games end up as like a one point victory either way. Generally, like three is a key number. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it is very strange. It hasn't moved at all, basically, for like a week and a half since it opened. It like hasn't moved at all. And then the over under 50 and a half. Do you like the over on that one? I feel like that's probably everyone's consistent bet throughout this entire Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, I like the over. I think that you could also play a live over the uh, first quarter in Super Bowls have started really slow. I think there's a lot of nerves. There's a lot of good game planning to start. But that being said, this Eagles team has been actually one of the best first half teams in like since the 2007 New England Patriots with Jalen Hurts, 19.1 points per game in the first half. That's literally, I mean, better than the, the Falcons team that blew the 28-3 lead. But I mean, they were an incredible first half team as well. So I think that you could play some first half overs if you want, but a live betting over if they, if either team starts slow is, is a great look too. Hey, I love that. All right, Connor Allen, he's been our guest. Connor, thank you so much for jumping on. I, I hate that we got you on for the Super Bowl because there's no more football after this, but <laughs> afterwards, next season, 2024, I'm going to be ringing your number again. I appreciate you jumping on, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you guys having me. We'll talk soon. Follow him on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL has sports betting manager for 444.com. A lot of good stuff over there on his side of the world too.